This is the Empowered Spirituality Podcast, the podcast about inclusive spirituality. Empowered Spirituality is all about connecting and aligning to your own higher self. All religions, spiritual practices and beliefs, sexual orientations, gender identities and expressions are welcomed and celebrated here. I am your host, Samantha Nagel, owner of and coach at Empowered Spirituality, LLC. Every Wednesday, I will share a guided meditation practice, and every Thursday, I will share inspirational teachings or interviews with people with different spiritual practices, beliefs, and opinions. Come every week with an open mind, taking what you like and leaving the rest. Welcome to Empowered Spirituality. We have all heard of intuition, but what is it exactly? And how do we access it? Well, in my free six-week course, we will meet our intuition together. We will cover what the intuition is, common blockages to intuition and how to clear them, developing our intuition and more. Every week you will have access to an informative lecture, an exclusive guided meditation, further resources, and journaling prompts. Additionally, there will be a weekly live gathering to form community and to learn from each other. This course starts May 3rd, 2021. Make sure to sign up now to reserve your spot. Visit empoweredspirituality.online slash challenges to sign up or visit the link in the show notes. And I hope to see you there. Hi, and welcome to Empowered Spirituality. This is Samantha Nagel. So I am going to be doing a series um, just by myself, no meditation, no interviews, because I wanted to let the Empowered Spirituality community know more about myself. You know, with my guests, I do ask them to be vulnerable with me during my guided meditations and journaling prompt exercises. I ask you to be vulnerable with yourself, and it just seemed fair that I also give you the same amount of vulnerability that I'm asking from my community. So I'm going to be doing a little series where I share about myself, my spiritual journey, my work as a coach, and just who I am. So I started this business and this podcast, these services, with helping empowering others while also empowering myself in mind. And as I empower myself, my mindset changes. As I do the work on myself and my life, I learn about the importance of lifting up, not shooting people down. My life has had trauma, crippling anxiety, depression, anger, hatred, judgment, and pain. So much pain. And It's important for me to note that empowered spirituality is not an attempt at toxic positivity. It is not about shining light and ignoring the dark. It's about finding the strength within ourselves to stand when we feel called to stand, to rest when we need to rest, and to always feel empowered in our own lives, in our own spirits, and in the unique people that we are. 
And so with that comes being the expert, being your own expert, being sovereign in your own life, listening to your intuition. And so these interviews, what I share with you, the meditations, they should all be tools to help you feel empowered and find your authentic truth because that will look different for everyone. So a spiritual journey can be presented as glamorous or fun and always happy and easy, and that can be true, but to view it only that way is incorrect. So ignoring the pain and that uncomfort and the way that we hurt during, during transformation would be to ignore what a spiritual journey really is. And we hurt this way because we have been programmed to be distanced from ourselves. You know, we've experienced trauma that we couldn't even understand at the times that made our souls rupture. We have been in relationships with others that take away our power. We have experienced tragedy and loss at early ages. We hurt because we have lost contact, contact with our truth and with our alignment. And this pain can hurt so much that we start to split off, that we start to numb, that we start to run away, we overwork, we use substances, we do what we can to not feel the pain, to not feel the hurt. Empowered spirituality is about facing our own behaviors, our own pain, you know, the ways we were victimized so that we are no longer victims anymore. And this also looks like maybe even the way that we made others victims. And so as you can imagine, that path is not easy. It's going to be facing your demons, facing the ways that you wished you had acted differently. It's not always pretty. Earlier, I used the word um, transformation, but maybe it's not that. Um, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it looks like transforming back to the people we are, integrating our shadows, integrating our pain, our behaviors, and becoming whole, not becoming someone new. This work is really to allow us to know ourselves, to be with ourselves, and to trust ourselves, our, our wisdom, our intuition, our sovereignty. And as I continue to coach, to share podcasts, to interview, and just in general, providing these spaces and services, I want to promise you that I'm going to show up as who I am in the process. I promise to be vulnerable and authentic, leading from a place of truth so that I can truly share how I've been empowered and how I hope to empower you. And so today I'll start with sharing kind of the the pain that really led me to go on a conscious spiritual journey. And I say that because we are on a spiritual journey. It's not about starting our journey because we're, we're alive. That means we're on a journey. Um, but before I called it a spiritual journey, I'll, I'll kind of explain more of that to you today. <sighs> so about a year and a half ago, my anxiety was the absolute worst that it's ever been. It was hard to function. Work was challenging to get through, much less get to. 
Um, driving felt crippling. Even just sitting in a place of rest, I would feel fine. And then my, I would start to have chest pains. I couldn't breathe. Um, it was awful. You know, I couldn't go to social gatherings without tears beforehand. Um, and this anxiety snuck up on me all the time. Um, someone in a training that I once attended described PTSD as the feeling similar to when you get in a car accident or almost get in a car accident and you avoid it, but your body's really shaky and you feel really worked up. But imagine that feeling all the time. And that's what it felt like to me. It felt like that constant adrenaline rush, that constant fear, and even if there was nothing I was afraid of. You know, in that car accident scenario, you would know you were afraid because you almost got in a car accident, but my fear would just creep in constantly, and I didn't even know what I was afraid of. And at the time, I didn't know that my anxiety my intense hypervigilance was rooted in my trauma. I knew I had PTSD from sexual assault years ago, but I didn't realize that I had all these compounded traumas that just stacked and stacked and stacked that really made up the entirety of my PTSD. And I think that's really common and something I've touched on with other interviews, like my interview with Bonnie. Bonnie Bigheart, um, about how anxiety compound or traumas compound, excuse me. And so my anxiety would wreak havoc on my body and my mind. And then my anxiety would turn into a really low, low depression with intense apathy and extreme fatigue. And when I say fatigue, I don't mean that I was tired or sleepy or sleeping a lot. I meant that my body felt like it was shutting down. And then I would go right back to anxiety. I would go right back to the high highs of anxiety. And I would swing back from one extreme to the other, back and forth again and again. And I would always cry and ask, what am I doing wrong? You know, on the outside, I was checking all the boxes of the quote-unquote right things I was supposed to be doing to not have anxiety anymore. You know, I was eating healthy. I was working out. I was in a great relationship, I had great friends, a stable job, I was doing therapy, I was doing the journaling, all the things. I was doing everything quote-unquote right. And if you were to look at my life on paper, besides the anxiety and depression, my life was perfect. And I kept shaming myself, saying, I should be doing better. I should be better. And the next part of this story may feel controversial. And it is controversial in many ways. I am a deeply spiritual person. I mean, I have a podcast and a business called Empowered Spirituality. Um, In many ways, I identify as a witch. I am in communication, in, in tandem with the earth. I see plants, nature, and food as medicine. And I'm on psychiatric medication now. You know, I go to yoga, I drink herbal tea, and I eat whole foods, and I meditate, and I sit with nature, and I observe the seasons, and I do the moon rituals, and I also take pills every morning. And this is the part where I must let you know that I am in no way recommending that anyone try medication. 
Medication is not the solution for everyone. It is not the solution for everything. It's not the solution, period. It can even be detrimental to some people. So for some, it's wonderful, it's helpful, and to others, maybe it's even harmful. Some people may use it their whole lives. Someone may use it for six months. Everyone is different. And so if medication is something that you feel interested in, I would say talk to someone such as your medical professional who knows what they're talking about. I am just sharing this to hopefully free some of the stigma in our communities about medication. I am in no way advocating that anyone goes on medication. So that being said, I mentioned the stigma. So there's a stigma in our society that medication makes you crazy, right? But there's also that stigma in the spiritual community that psychiatric medications mean that you're less spiritual. It could mean that you're a supporter of big pharma and you're taking drugs and you aren't in balance with yourself and that you aren't living in tandem with the earth. And guess what? I am super spiritual and I take antidepressants. And I would even go so far as to say that my medication has strengthened my spiritual practices. Because I am not overrun by my PTSD, my anxious body, and my mind, I am not actively fighting against the fog of depression. This allows me to become connected further to my higher power, further connected in my body, and further connected to the universe. Like I said, this isn't for everyone, but so many people think that medication equals less spiritual. But I am still divine, even though I take medications. I am still worthy, even if I need help. I am still welcome in this space, in this community, if I take medication to help my body find the balance that it needs. And so that being said, medications, no matter the person, even if it works amazing, won't fix anything. It doesn't work alone. You still have to do the work. I do the work. I show up for myself. I take care of myself. But the thing is that work is easier because I'm not exhausted from just living every single day. I am able to sit in meditation without spending the whole time just trying to calm my body to a baseline state. I have the privilege of showing up and calm, with a calm and stable and balanced mind. And I'm not saying that this was easy. <laughs> Absolutely not. I had to try multiple medications. You know, the process of getting on medications, if you've ever done it, is challenging. Um, there were side effects. Um, some didn't work. And it was a bummer to go the whole time, which is about like two months, for them to reach their effectiveness and nothing happened. And, you know, increased doses, decreased doses, switching medications, going off and going on. It was hard. And it took a long time. And I'm sure I'm not done. I'm sure I will 
still work to find my balance because our balance always changes. And so why I'm sharing this part of my journey first is because I want to start this series letting you get to know the real me. And the real me is spiritual. The real me is a helper. I am creative. I love others. I love helping others. I am deeply connected with myself. I am deeply connected to the cycles of nature, to the moon, to the earth, and I am on medication. And I say this because of all the people I know who have tried to get me to not take those medications. Or the posts that I see from people who are uninformed, who are not doctors, giving people advice to not take medications. And I wanted to start with this, not only because I'm passionate about this, but because I want you to know that you are welcome in this empowered spirituality community. Even if you don't meditate, even if you don't know what you believe in, even if you are not connected to yourself, no matter your religion, no matter your practices, you are welcome here. In fact, that makes you even more welcome here in my eyes. This community is not about judging others or ourselves. And so someone else in this community will have, it's guaranteed, will have different beliefs, even if you share the exact same religious religious beliefs and practices to a T, you will have different spiritual journeys and you are both welcome. I don't want this to be a community where we ever exclude other people or make people feel as though they are not welcome. Part of what I ask my guests at the end of every interview is what does empowered spirituality mean to you and for me I don't even know exactly what it means to me but I know that it means community I know that it means trusting your body I know that it means connecting to yourself to your lived experiences and to what is absolutely best for you and being empowered to me means having the courage to trust and to stand in your truth. Spirituality has no right and has no wrong, which is why I want to reiterate how much everyone is welcome. This was a shorter episode and I'm going to be sharing more about my journey more about myself and really committing to being vulnerable so that you know me so that I can create a culture of vulnerability of openness of non-judgment of self-love self-acceptance self-trust if there are any topics that you want me to touch on in particular you can go ahead and let me know either by contacting me via my website which is empoweredspirituality.online 
or you can send me a message on Instagram, which is at empowered.spirituality. I'm also on Facebook now, which is also at empowered.spirituality. I finally caved and got a Facebook. (laughs) All right. Thank you. As this series grows, these episodes will be longer, but I do appreciate you as the listener holding space for me to provide information and to provide my own vulnerability. Thank you and namaste. It can be challenging to find a community of supportive people to share in our spiritual journeys with. We all need support and love, no matter where we are on our personal journeys. So I am excited to announce that I have created the space for just that. In the Empowered Spirituality community, you will receive a weekly video lesson, weekly journaling prompts, access to an additional guided meditation every week, monthly group meetings and teachings via Zoom, and access to a loving and supportive online community. Additionally, all members will receive 20% off of all of their coaching sessions. You can follow the link in the show notes for this community offer or visit patreon.com slash empowered spirituality.